Hello and welcome to 30 for Knowledge, side quest edition. A side quest is where we talk about something to do with gaming or a topic that we're interested in, which isn't a deep dive into something that one of us has chosen. And I'm very excited to be here. It's been a long time, Danny. It's been a quest. super long time. When did, what was the last, last one? I think Handheld Games. Dear Lord. Okay. That was a long time ago. That, that, was, that was a long time ago. It was so long ago that one of the things we talked about actually got released. Oh my goodness, what got released? Uh, the Steam Deck. Oh yeah. oh yeah! That's out now, it did really well. That's out now. But we're not talking about but we're not Steam talking Deck about, today. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to talk about any of that. Go, go <laughs> check out the previous episode if you want to hear us talk about it. Yeah, please, please check it out. And, <laughs> and, and like, subscribe, share, all those great things. But, today we're talking about cooperative games. We're, pri- co-op. we're primarily talking about co-op today. And this has kind of come out of our, our love of co-op games. And this may be a topic we return to. Um... Because me and Danny always play, have always played games together for for quite a few quite a few years. Probably too long, if we're being we, honest. No. Yeah, because we're too old. We're, we're just very old. Or we've just no. been friends for too. We, long we've been now. friends for too long. Both. Oh, Why not both? Well, I mean, we've we've done most things together. True, in the virtual world and the real one. Yeah. So we we've, we've got a long sordid co-op history. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say sordid. But for a second, I saw. I thought you said sordid, like a sword. Yeah, long sworded, like Halo history, 3. like like knights in armor sorting each other. Like and I was just like, oh, this is very weird. You just gave out your your name there. That's fine. I'm sure. It's I'm sure fine. it's been worked out. Everyone, knows. Um, everyone is. So we're talking today about co-op games, and the and the first one we wanted to talk about was one that we've found um called nobody saves the world available on xbox game pass yes i think it's been a wonderful little game i think it's been a very okay game interesting yeah i told i told you i was gonna i'm gonna have feelings about this you told me you were gonna argue with me today well yeah that's it i mean i mean that's outside the podcast i'm gonna argue with you in general oh just in general that's just a general mood of the day argumentative um but we arrived at playing nobody saves the world because well, you you recommended it. You'd you'd seen it. Yeah, I seen the trailer and, for it. And I think I saw a trailer for it, and you were the one that uh, suggested us checking it out. Was there a particular thing that made you be like, "Yes, this is the thing I want to play"? Well, with I think because of how zany and cute the artwork was, and like how fun it seemed, um, that's why I thought we'd give it a try. But I'm always been looking. We were always looking for a game that we could play together, and. Something I want to talk about later is, you know, a lack of co-op games at the moment, which I, I know, like, you're you're sipping a drink because like, you've got things to say about that, <laughs> and we'll get to that. But, yeah, it's, it's been a bit, bit of a struggle that this generation finding, like, a really good co-op games like Syncart even to and get a lot out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to that a bit later. But Nobody Saves the World, you play a... A nobody. nobody. A literal, literal nobody. literal nobody. So we should probably say it is a 2D top-down RPG. When I've tried to describe it to people, to people, I say, like, it's a, a cross between Zelda, like a link to the It's past. very heavily inspired by Zelda. I think some people would say it's maybe inspired by the Binding of Isaac in, in some of the... Isaac, in, in terms of some of the elements of it. Um, but I, yeah. feel, I feel comfortable saying it's, a, a, it's like an amalgamation of the Binding of Isaac, which I played, a great game, and like an old-school um, Zelda. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's, it's that covered, and then co-op. Yeah, basically, um, and, and then like kind of like not not Borderlands artwork. 
No, I, I see what you're saying. It's that kind of translation from 3D to 2D, that kind of very stylized, cartoony look. It looks like the creators of Billy and Mandy yes. like, made this game. Which, and he's like very, very humorous. Mm, yeah, which and and I, I do remember that being that being a thing from the trailer where but it's, it's like. I think some of the top comments were like, oh my God, you get to play as a horse and a snail or something yeah. like that, which, you know, not many other games can claim to have. So so when you suggested it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm down for trying this. I want to be a horse. I want to be a horse that shoots out snail sludge. From its bottom. Yes, from, from, its, its, rectum. from its horsey bottom. Which looks hilarious. It's hilarious and it serves a purpose. It does. It, it slows enemies down and hurts them. It does. And it looks funny. And it speeds you up. So the purpose is we're collecting... Something. Well, it's kind of in that, uh, it's in a traditional vein of uh, you are a nobody and then you come across a power. Three person. parts of the Triforce. Yeah. Except this time it's... Uh, a gem, I think. I, I don't even know. I, can't I think remember. it's a power gem. But it's essentially, you come across a guy and this guy says, oh, a powerful wizard has gone missing. You need to find him. Yeah. And then on your way to finding him, you'd start coming across all kinds of characters. Or in the wizard's house, you find the wand. That's it. And you're given a wand and this wand gives you power. And other people will be like, you're the worst person in the world. You shouldn't do anything. Oh, wait, you have the wand. Go for it. And yeah. then you're able to go on your way. And you come across a colourful cast of characters. And spoiler alert, we haven't finished the game, as yeah. far as I know. So we don't know if this all ends terribly or very triumphantly. But we've put in, I don't know, a solid... How many 12 hours? 12 hours? Something like that. I was 12, say, 14 hours. I was, I, was, I was going to say between 10 and 15, it feels like. Yeah. Um, it does move at, at kind of a clip. It does, it, It's nice that you don't really get bogged down in any one thing No. when playing it. You kind of like, you go from exploring and then a bunch of monsters will kind of rush you and then you take out the monsters. There's no drawn out long combat. It's either you fight and you win or you fight and you lose and you restart. It, yeah. it really doesn't get drawn out more than that. And then it gives you the opportunity to try a different strategy or yeah. a different type of... And I guess we should also mention that one of the unique things about the game is that as you progress, instead of just becoming a nobody who gets stronger and stronger, you are a nobody that can then transform into other things and you just unlock these other forms. So there's there's a horse, there's a snail, there's a turtle, there's a magician, there's a ranger, there's a tank, which is like an armoured knight. A giant knight. There's um, a mouse or a rat, whatever oh, he is. Ma- yeah. Who is, like, surprisingly helpful. Yeah, I mean, I think the mouse was the first one that we unlocked because it's like, it's like, oh, you need to get through this small crack in the wall. You can't do that as a person and then you turn into a mouse yeah. or whatever. And then, like, throughout the game, you might come across uh, a zone and, and notice there's, like, a small path mm. and it's like, oh, I've got to be the mouse. Oh, what's the water thing that we can turn into? Oh, we just got a mermaid. Yeah, we got... Uh, so now or, we like, a siren, because it looks horrible. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like fangs. Absolutely brutal-looking individuals. And um, then you noticed something really cute about the design uh, last time we played. Oh, about the, about the siren mermaid thing. Yeah. Yeah, so when you're out of the water and you move, like, on land, you, yeah, you... Um, you move terribly and very slowly and your mermaid person is very sad. They have a very sad face. And at a moment you enter the water and you're spinning around, they have a giant, horrible smile, a big, <laughs> toothless, horrible grin. And it's just, and, and all the artwork is just like wonderfully macabre. It's, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, I, I really like it. It, it, was, it was kind of bordering on, on the edge of being quirky for quirky's sake, which I mm. never like, but it kind of backs it up by, by being consistent and... The writing is kind of like funny enough for me to be like on board with it. Um, so yeah, it's been all right. I mean, do you remember that hammer 
who's like always <laughs> trying to find oh, yeah. the right thing to hammer. Yeah. And we found him like two or three times now. Yeah, every the, time the, the, we clear some, a room for him. He's just there with his giant hammer face. <laughs> and he's just unhappy with what it is. It's yeah. like, it's not the one. Yeah, and uh, like that actually brings up the point of like recurring characters like um, the Manor Fairy. So on the yeah. world map, he looks exactly like... Uh, he it? just looks like a drug dealer. Well, no, I was going to say on the world map, like when you see just a tiny icon version, it's just, it's like a... The, Navi. This, Navi, it's like a Zelda. It's Zelda. like Navi from Zelda. And you go up and talk to it and it's like this absolute, absolute <laughs> crackhead drug dealer who's like, hey, you want some mana or whatever? And you're like, okay. <laughs> my words. Yeah, it's definitely not for kids. I don't know if it's for kids. Uh, but either way, it probably shouldn't be for kids. Um, so you, I think, are a bit more positive on this game than I am, just from our initial discussion. I think, I think I'm think i positive about it because I don't think I'd be playing it if it wasn't for me playing it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm positive about it because it's something that we can do together and like it's quirky it's fun it's easy to get into it's pretty flawless in terms of like it's not fussy it's no, like we no. literally join in the lobby and then we're done we're in and there's like yeah, no issues it, 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 it works well for co-op because you don't need to like commit to like the full 30 minutes or whatever like it's the kind of thing where it's you can jump in jump quite out. easily do a f- couple of things as, as much or as little as you want to and then jump out yeah yeah easy to get around you're not waiting very long between starting the game and playing mm. and you're just like straight into the action really yeah and I like the and I like the the versatility, the variety of the characters, and I like that you so you can each character comes with different powers, and then you can mix and mix and match them between characters. So and you the can slug, for example, which you mentioned, has like the slime trail, <laughs> and then after a while, you can like give the slug's powers to the horse, so <laughs> yeah. that it looks like the horse is like pooping out slime and like rocketing across the level, which is endlessly funny. Yeah, it never gets old. Um, and we should probably mention that that the characters themselves do level up the more you use them. Yes. Which is nice. So, you you know, the slug will start off with, like, a basic attack, and then you can upgrade it to having a slightly less terrible attack. Although, actually, the slugs, they do all right. They do all right. Yeah, they do all right, yeah. There's a couple of rooms where we were playing, and we are like, all right, I'm going to have to switch to the slug for the this slug one. The slug pellets are amazing. <laughs> Whatever they're called. The little <laughs> yeah. slug, slug things yeah. they spit out. Yeah, yeah, the game does a kind of Pokemon thing where it's like, oh, this particular enemy is only weak to poison attacks mm. or, or to electric attacks. Or it has like a poison shield that you yeah. break through first. Yeah, so, which is, again, it's 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 kind of, um, it's almost like RPG 101 in mm. that sense, well, or kind of like combat 101. It's like, they have a weakness, you have an ability, you use the right ability to exploit the weakness, and you can win. And I do like the levelling up of the characters unlocks new abilities and, like, you only start off with, like, one attack and a passive mm. ability. But as you use more, more abilities open up, more buttons open up so you can apply more buttons. Um, it did feel very simplistic at the start. It was yeah. just moving around and press this one button to you do everything. You just have everything. a swipe yeah. and that's it. If you're like, <laughs> the, like, the knight had, like, one knife slash. But now, like, our, our characters have a few more abilities and also characters themselves, they unlock new pathways in the world because it's like oh you can't come here if you're not a ranger oh, oh yeah, yeah you're a ranger yeah. you can come yeah, through totally come through even though i just watched you transform yeah. from being a horse into a ranger come on in so like all the characters have like a skill tree and like you can adapt it and like make it what you want and it's like passive abilities as well mm. isn't there yeah no it's 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 not it's not exactly shallow there's a lot there and we still haven't unlocked all the characters i think we still got a few there's a few more to go a few more to go um i think we're getting there like a lot of the map has started to be discovered, unlocked, unlocked, and uh, and is not grayed out anymore. No, and I mean the big thing was the mermaid stuff because we were like we can't get into the water, and then a mermaid 
came along and we were just doing laps around. Is that the moment in Pokemon when you realise you can use Surf? Oh, yeah. No, it's the moment in Pokemon when you get the bicycle and you're just like, oh, "Oh my God, I'm so fast. I can transfer this world too quickly now. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say something about the characters, but I can't think it was. Abilities. Oh, they have like mini like... The more you use stuff, there's a, there's a lot of like unlocks yeah. that happen like quite regularly, it, it, which it, is quite exciting. Yeah, like, yeah, the character like, yeah. specific challenges. Yeah, challenges. Kind of that's thing. it. So if you like kill fifty enemies with a certain attack, then it's like you level up a bit more, and that leads you to build your characters up. And it's like it feels like something's unlocking constantly. Yeah, yeah. The pacing or or, or the um, the feedback is is pretty constant, which I think helps a lot. To our completely degenerate minds that can't handle any kind of downtime, even remotely. Uh, but yeah, you're constantly unlocking something. You're either finishing a challenge, a quest, getting currency, or unlocking an attack, or upgrading an ability or something. Yeah. There's always something there. So there's never really any kind of downtime, So, I, which I think is good. And, if, and it, it makes the game feel like it's blazing by. Yeah. It feels like you're accomplishing a lot in a short time. Um, which I appreciate, which is very different to how I feel a lot of RPGs are in terms of like the way they'll pad out something or yeah. pad out like, oh, you can't do this until you've killed 27 million wildebeest or whatever. And you're mm. like, all right. And this, uh, and like, obviously we're playing on two different devices. So like you have to be on the screen together. Otherwise you, if you're off screen for a little while too long, it will kill you and like, yeah, zap that, you back. Yeah. yeah, that was fun to find out the first time. But then when you talk to someone, it zaps you into that conversation. Mm-hmm. So you're together. But like, I feel like the the like the, the play zone is wide enough and it's fine. Yeah, no, it's it's not an issue. Or as at long least, as you stick together. Yeah, as long as you stick together, it's fine. Which I guess is the whole point of you know working in co-op. I will say that does lead into like my. I was going to say let's 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 talk about let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about my whinge. Your whinge. It leads into my whinge or whinges. My uh, I go, let, let's call it the one whinge. Okay. The one the one big whinge, but I get petty about these things because if it's uh, if it's a th- one thing but it happens constantly, that's enough of a whinge for me to be like, I don't, you know, this is worth me complaining about to the planet. And that is, as you mentioned, when both of you are playing, you're playing on separate devices, on separate screens, but the game takes place on the one view. Yeah. It's just you sharing that one view. And if one player goes and talks to another character, the second player will get teleported immediately back to where the first player is no matter what the second player was doing mm. or if they were off exploring something even if they're on screen but you know they get removed and that extends to the menu i think this was a very strange choice from on the developer's part where you open up your inventory yeah or map screen it opens up it's up for me but you're not in control of it i am I'm not in control you're of just it. seeing what i'm doing and so there will be a dozen times uh, a session where I'll be doing something and then you'll open up the screen, or or, or you'll be doing something and I open up. Because one of those challenges menu. that we just that I was just mentioning has has unlocked something mm. for the character. Yeah, and then you'll be like, oh sweet, we've unlocked something, yeah. and you go to the menu, you click on the thing because you keep track of it way better than I do. Yeah, because I'm always like, oh, we unlocked something, and you're like, yeah, we unlocked something, and and you and you and you like confirm it, and you get the reward and and the level up and all that stuff. And it'll be fine if it just didn't take control away from the second player mm. as they do it. I think it was a very, very strange choice on the developer's part. I imagine it's because, not to put words in their mouth, I imagine it was the simplest solution rather than having two separate screens constantly for two players when they're sharing a skill set or yeah. sharing certain elements of the same character. But 
that constant feeling of losing control can be quite uh, jarring yeah. um, for a player. I think it's more of an issue for me because I think you're more proactive. Mm. Because with this game, uh, you've been the one to... Like I said, you keep track of the of the challenges more and, and you're the one that knows more about like the movesets that are available and which characters can unlock at when. And so I'm mostly along for the ride, which I'm totally cool with. Mm. But it does mean that I get a menu flashing up every so often. I'm like, that ah! And it just scares me yeah. when, I, when I'm not expecting it. So that's my big whinge. And also, yeah, so you're, you're sat watching me change my abilities mm. or or look i mean like the one useful thing that that's really good for is like when we're both looking at the map at the same time yeah where are we gonna go yeah yeah that kind of stuff is cool but yeah. then there's other bits where it's like we have to unlock characters separately yeah which is really weird so it's like you can open up yours and then i have to watch you open it up and go to the unlock screen unlock a character close it and then i like open you, up yeah it's like you you're you're because it's we're sharing the progress, mm. but you still have to go and do the same thing that I've just done, which is unlock the character, yeah. make sure it's done. So I think I think the other thing, which I think is a bit sad or a bit of a shame, it's like we were going to jump into your game, but then oh, we both quickly it. realised that it was, oh, it's just my it's game. Just, it's just yeah, and I don't understand why it's done that because we both have the game. It's not like you. It's not like I'm on some guest profile, and we started from the beginning. Or something. So it's like I don't. Yeah. yeah so which unless we've. I have a bad feeling we've missed something very obvious and we could have like maybe avoided this, but 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 there was nothing obvious on the screen when it started. It's no. just join a game, now you start host a game. Host game, together. join the game. You know, it's two separate full paying accounts with two full versions of the game. I would have thought that, you know, we could um So in your game you've got none of the progress that I've got. Yeah, which I hadn't even thought about. If I was more invested in the game, I'd be very annoyed. Yeah. But because it's like, I'm only playing this when I'm playing with you. So I'm cool with it. Because I was like, I know I'm not going to lose anything because we're playing together. But yeah, but that minor, minor thing is like... Because I mean, imagine if, if you're playing Halo, like like the other person's screen constantly comes up and they're like dicking about with the gameplay controls. And you're like, just get on with it. I want to shoot Covenant. Yeah, true. And I think that's a good that's a good segue to something else, I suppose, that I want to talk about. Oh, before. wait, before you go. Oh, what, what your final thoughts on on nobody saves the world? Do you recommend it to people that would play that normally? Would I think one hundred percent. If you if you want you know a co op experience with like a friend, you know if you, you're fortunate enough to have them, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want a, you know a nice co op experience and you like a bit of RPG and you like that kind of genre, mm-hmm. I think one hundred percent. It's like really good fun. It's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the combat is like. It's simplistic in a way. But, it's kind of is what it is. But it's. But I think there's enough variety. And I mean, in the early stages, it was very toothless. Like at no point was it ever a challenge. It was more, it was more like, oh, here's another room full of bad guys to defeat. But as we've progressed more and mm. we got into more challenging areas, it's more like, holy crap, what are we going to do? Like we've yeah. died a couple of times. We need to change our strategy and we have to be a bit more proactive. In yeah. It. If you keep running at it, you won't get far. But at the same time, maybe it, maybe it's part of the genre as well but it's like you know it's it's hard to dodge it's hard to dodge some things you know because mm. you've got to be within it's like say if you're being like the the knight you've yeah. got to be in range for your sword to hit but it's like it's quite difficult to dodge like <laughs> the enemy's attacks when there's like 17 of them like, yeah. running out. they do they do bum rush you quite a lot yeah and I feel like that's consistent mm. with every fight. Yeah, there's yeah. enemies that bum rush you and then there's like the rangey ones you've got to stay out of their like damage circles um, it's definitely more of a, a mob. It's yeah. more like mob fight gameplay rather than singular powerful. Which I can see people get being very bored of. Yeah. I know we we play in like sw- quite small stints. Yeah, well, um, I, th- I think there's been enough variety. I think because I, I, I of think, the different characters, yeah, and their abilities. Yeah, but, but even but even like the enemies, I think there's mostly decent variety in enemies. Yeah, true. 
I mean, there's not massive varieties in the attacks, but... Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely recommend it if you're, like, into co-op. I don't see myself playing it on my own. Mm. Yeah, no, no, same. Uh, like, I look forward to us trying to finish it, whatever finishing it looks like, but yeah. probably wouldn't play it solo. And then thinking about co-op as it stands now, in the past, you have these great games, like Halo, as you mentioned, where you have, like, the main story campaign, which is the main drive of the game, mm-hmm. but then they put ca- like co-op campaigns in, co-op in, which is like an incredible supplement to what is already like a really good single-player experience. And playing co-op story campaign is so much fun. And when, when just to be clear, when you're saying having the co-op campaign in there, if we're using Halo as an example, mm. you, you, you're talking about the fact that you can play the main campaign with another person, not like what Call of Duty used to do, where they had separate stories, stuff for for uh, co-op. That's when, that's when it feels like when the campaign or the multiplayer is like stapled onto the side, yeah. as opposed to like, it's it's like a it's a supplement yeah. to what's already there. So, so 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 your your feeling is that there's not enough of that kind of thing where you have a main campaign that can optionally be played with a second or third or fourth person. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think Halo did that so well. I mean, like, Halo Halo like matchmaking in general is like incredible. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone can really argue with that unless you're like if you're not a Halo fan, not a Halo fan. But like the the co op experience in a Halo game is amazing. As much as like. Like, liking Halo is a bit of, like, brotard. Well, <laughs> oh, God, you really dusted off that word. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Well, yeah, so Halo was always known for having co-op, you know, for in all of its main entries. Except for the last one. Halo Infinite does not have co-op. Yeah. How do Which you is feel? a damn shame. So it's a damn shame, but... It makes sense to the story. One, it makes sense with the story. Two, it makes sense with the gameplay because they've gone open world. Mm-hmm. So with whereas before it was a linear level design where you know the the two players who are playing can only go so far from each other like just because of the design with Halo Infinite theoretically you could start off at one point and you both go to opposite ends of the map which would be sick it's sick but from a development point of view hard it's probably a nightmare to sort out because then you you then have to figure out how to have enemies spawn at either end of a map for two different players with two mm. different sets of weapons or whatever in two different scenarios. So I can see why that probably took a backseat. And, and at one point, that was a decision they had to make. Yeah, course. yeah, no, I, I absolutely... I mean, Halo Infinite had a very tough development, as far as I know. Okay. And so I... And, and they talked... And I, I believe co is coming. I believe they've confirmed it coming. Oh, wow. Um, along with a, a host of other features that uh, all the previous Halos had. But um, they, they were just like, we want to focus on getting the campaign out. Yeah. Uh, which I totally, totally understand because, um, yeah, it's... Because uh, the, the campaign is fun. But as you said, story-wise, where does the second player come in? Maybe they won't care. Maybe they'll just do it like Halo 2 and Halo 1 where there's just a second in. Master Solid. Chief in. Yeah, great. Yeah, so, so Halo is the example. Halo, I think Halo is a great example, especially for what we're after from mm. a co-op game. Because sometimes you come home from work, you're tired, you want to play a game with your mate. Sometimes but, you're 30 years old and tired of working your horrible, horrible job and just want to come <laughs> home and work and play a game with your other 30-year-old friend who also works a horrible job and you just want to binge <laughs> by your horrible job. And also, like, you don't want the stress of matchmaking sometimes. That too. We'll, well, I'll probably talk about Apex in a minute, but, like, <laughs> sometimes you don't want the stress of 
dealing with other humans other than your friends. Some other keynote who play the game all day whilst you're at your yeah, job. Yeah, you just want to like kill some AI and just yeah. feel good about it and like feel like a beast. Yeah. Because like, that's one, another great thing about Halo. You feel like fucking awesome. It's very good at that. Yeah, and I, I feel like this generation has... I, I mean, like the PS4 generation didn't have a very good selection of co-op games where... Because I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, where like, Are you talking specifically like shooters kind of thing? Like, like co-op hardcore co-op shooters yeah like jumpy in couch co-op mm. that was just easy like halo wasn't is like just so easy just to like pick up and go because you just go from anywhere i guess we i'm trying out. to think of some more examples i was gonna say i think we missed out last last gen time slip is two i never played it time slip is amazing <laughs> i could do every level wait, wait when did time split is two come out oh it's ps1 okay PS2. PS2 well, no, no, well, I mean, so like, so Halo was was the obvious choice. Gears of War back in the day was very fun to play. Oh together. my goodness! Every Gears of War game is incredible. Yeah. Like co-op campaign, yeah. amazing. Though, though it, it was a game where it was you and there was always at least one other person, so that you could oh, always do co-op. That was wonderful. Yeah. Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead Two, Left 4 Dead. I'm almost in the realm of not wanting to count them because they just. I was going to say they almost almost feel like multiplayer, but you're right, they're not because it's you facing off against. AI, and you could choose. Well, I mean, to but you can be, 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 but most yeah. you could just do AI. Yeah, and just do again. Left 4 Dead, campaign. Left 4 Dead Two were were really really good for it. I um, I, th- I think what uh, the differentiation for me is like a really good co op campaign where like you're invested enough in the story, but it's it's just easy to get jump in, jump out. Yeah, and it's just simple. Yeah, yeah, I I completely agree. One one that I sadly didn't get to be part of. I don't know if you got the chance to try this one. Not exactly a shooter. Uh, Portal 2. I a, loved Portal 2. And did you ever try Portal 2 co-op, where you're the two robots? Yes, I think I did, actually. Yeah. I, and did I we re- not play it together? No, we did not. I don't know, I played it with them. You, play, you played it with someone, that I wasn't it with me. Someone. And I, I don't want to talk about it too much, because oh, I'm very upset. Oh, oh, sorry, cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, get whoever you played that with on the podcast, I don't care. But I think that was over, that was like couch co-op, because it was split-screen. I'm sure it was split-screen. Maybe? I mean, it's back in the 360 days. So on, on the orange box? Yeah. Yeah. God, such a good... Such a... Oh, my such goodness. A good we could do a whole episode on that. The whole... It, we could do a whole episode just being like, being like hey, life. remember this game? Oh, yeah, such a good game. Oh, yeah, such a good game. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Portal 2, Mighty Power, the two robots. Uh, amazing. Not the same, like, single-mode campaign. No, fine, it was a completely separate campaign. But it was its own little separate thing. Yeah. But I love that touch. Yeah, no, it was really, really well done. I, I, I do remember um, Yahtzee on Zero Punctuation making the point that it's like it's an amazing co-op campaign it just mm-hmm. has zero replayability because either you're the person because all that's going to happen is either you play it as the person who's already played it before yeah and you're just frustrated at the other person who doesn't know the puzzle yeah or you play it as a person who doesn't know and you'll just be annoyed because the other person won't wait for you to figure it out yeah so it's just one of those things we just have to play once you clearly played it with someone whatever <laughs> i'm over it but um yeah i heard it was a good one I'm trying. So that was, but that was a 360 era, and I think we missed out. The reason maybe we missed out is because we didn't get Xbox Ones, and so we didn't play Halo Five or Gears Four or Five, whichever ones came out during the Xbox One era. Fine off, all on the same console, all, all the same family of console, all on the X. Yeah, because the Xbox kind of well used the word brotards, but mm. but that kind of uh, bro life uh, demographic was kind of what the 360 aimed for. Yeah. They kind of aimed for that. I remember, I remember like thinking like about like, the advertisement, the frat boy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it opened it up for everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and also Xbox, yeah, like I think people forget because it, it's so ubiquitous now, Xbox did a lot more online stuff 
than the other consoles ever did. Yeah. Xbox Live was there before PlayStation Online or PlayStation Network. Mm. So they're the ones that had online co-op stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, so like on Xbox, it was, it was there, Gears of War, uh, Halo and stuff. So I'm trying to think on PlayStation. I don't think there really was... Which were PS3. Well, well, well PS, PS3, I can't think of a single game with PS3. Well, it was well 360 was quite good. Like, we, we found co-op games in, like, mm. the 360. Also, we didn't have PS3. I didn't get a PS3 we, until I didn't late. Have PS3, Did no. you ever get a PS3? No. I only got it late in the cycle just to play MGS4 and... Um, Famously not co-op. And Uncharted. Two very not co op games. Yeah. And Uncharted is terrible. And um, <laughs> Last of Us. Last of Us is incredible. I won't hear anything bad against it. No, Last of Us is amazing. Uncharted's <laughs> um, good. Uncharted. Un- Uncharted. Enchanted. Enchanted. You know, that great the, the, Disney the, the, the film. Disney movie. Um, Uncharted was great. Uncharted. I didn't like Uncharted. I mean, the first one was a bit like... I, 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 I smushed through the first one. The second I've and played, third, loved it. I played... I didn't like Uncharted 1. I went out of my way to play Uncharted 1, 2, 3 and 4. Just to make sure I, I played, didn't like it. I haven't it. played Thief's Legacy yet. Every time I told people I didn't like Uncharted 1, they were like, play Uncharted 2, it's way better. I played Uncharted 2 and people were like, play Uncharted 3, you'll like it. And so I said, screw it, I'm playing the whole freaking saga. Right. I played all four games against my will, just to be sure of how much I didn't like it. Not to derail our, our episode too much, but why, <laughs> why do you not like Uncharted? It's the core... It, 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 okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound very uh, pretentious right now. It's the core concept. I like the idea of a of an Indiana Jones esque adventure game. Yes, where you are a treasure hunter or truth seeker or whatever, trying to find the truth or the treasure of uh, ancient culture or something like that. Totally cool with that. The main things I disliked were one, the fact that the core gameplay is third person shooting, so you end up murdering about three hundred people per game. Yeah, which feels completely pointless. Um, two. I don't think the set pieces are actually all that great. People okay. people point to the set pieces as being things that um, you know are like the highlights of these games, but iconic. To, yeah, people always point to the set pieces. They look amazing. I don't want to take any. These are some of the best looking games that ever came out. Yeah, yeah. In this gen, in the past generations, but to me, they're just essentially you know very scripted, very railroaded sections. Quick know, time events. Yeah, um, yeah, very complex uh, quick time events. And then there's this whole vibe of... Oh, this, this is going to sound... So, I, I'm, I'm going to apologise to you right now. I'm going to apologise to the listeners. It is so smug. It is <laughs> such a smug game. Because you said you haven't played the fourth one. No, yeah. In the fourth Thief's one... Thief's End, right? Thief's Legacy. Uh, Thief's End, yeah. yeah. Uh, the fourth one, I couldn't help but notice how often uh, the two make it... So it's, it's Nathan Drake and his brother... And they have to do something to, like, clear their names, whatever. And he's always, like, got long blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. He looks a bit like Sawyer and from Lost. A bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, but there's so... I, I, don't, I don't know why I picked it up. There's so... There's enough moments in Uncharted 4 where the two of them have just had some, like, ridiculously amazing thing happen to them. And they're just, like, looking at it like a sunset or some incredible vista. And they'd be like, isn't this amazing? Isn't what we're doing right now so amazing? <laughs> there's such an amazing time. I'm like, screw you guys. You just want me to think this is incredible or whatever because I paid for this. Yeah. And that's it. So, yeah, uh, the games are too smug. The gameplay isn't really that great. It shouldn't have been a third-person shooter. And too smug. Yeah. Too smug. Too, too smug. Interesting. So... I'm trying to think now. PlayStation 3 and 4 titles that had great co-op. And you're going to struggle. I'm going to struggle. Yeah. Even though I had a PlayStation 3 and 4. Yeah. I don't think they focused on it. I think they no. focused more on the single-player game. And coming from... I think that's why we, we struggled. We didn't have Xbox Ones. 
We had PS4s. But then, again, all we would have got was Gears of War 5. And Halo. And Halo 5. Do you think that would have been enough? Maybe the Halo, but... I heard it was terrible. What, uh, the car? Halo 5. I don't know, I just heard... Oh, Guardians. I heard Halo 5 Guardians was, in general, not a good game. Well, I played them all in preparation for Halo Infinite, and... Including 5? Yeah, including 5. Okay. Free Game Pass, isn't it? Of course. course. (laughs) We're such shills. I love Game Pass. (laughs) You know, it's been about six months since the last side quest, and I remember us just shilling Game Pass six months ago. (laughs) All that, that Game Pass, much I love all that Microsoft money my got recently. I love it. I love my Series S so much. Um, Halo Five was just more Halo, more Halo. Yeah. Do you think you would have? Had it was Halo? like there was like some grand bits. I was like, oh, this is cool. Mm. But like in the grand scheme of things, I wasn't sure why that guy from TV was angry about Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> that guy from TV. I mean, I can't even remember his Spartan name. Uh, it was, uh, Spartan Lock. I, yeah, Spartan Lock, and he was like, he's like a famous actor. Yeah. And so, yeah, he plays uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage. Yeah. I don't understand why Luke Cage was angry about that yeah. stuff. And it's like, I'm being Luke Cage and I don't get why he's angry. I don't like being Luke Cage. Who's and it's angry. like, this whole thing about Master Chief being a villain, it's just like, mm. just stop. It was, very, it was very forced from what I remember. But do you think you would have had a better time if it was co-op? Eh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, we played Halo Combat Evolved on the Master Chief Collection mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Because we were like, let's give Nobody Saves the World a break. I want to kill stuff. I want to shoot stuff. Yeah. Played on Heroic. And we had a blast. Yeah, we, we got destroyed a couple of times. Yeah, but, but it, was, it was Halo 1. No, it's still very fun. Like, very limited, like, gameplay mechanics compared to the other Halos. And it was such fun. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. It wasn't... Um, if anything, the only downsides were just downsides about the game in general. Like, the fact that you, you could get turned around a lot or get yeah. lost a lot or something like that. And, like, the rooms were repetitive. Yeah, very, a lot of repetition. A lot of copy and pasting of uh, assets. But, yeah, no, it, it, was, it was fun. It was yeah. fun as, as a co-op experience. So, yeah, I can't... I'm, I'm trying to think now very carefully in my head of other co-op campaign shooters that exist i don't think it really exists anymore so i, I think i think my thing is i think i a... really enjoy campaign shooters yeah no, no I, I, I miss them i think they kind of had their day ever so slightly i think with things like the last bit now i think we're going to get a couple here and no there. I, I think i think i think they're still big enough that uh, you'll still get them fairly regularly. But I think with things like um, with Call of Duty being like kind of saturated a market, I think the way that people play games moved from co-op campaigns to kind of live servicey things. Things like Destiny. Yes. Destiny would probably be the biggest example of a PS4 shooter co-op. game that you can do co-op. But it's not really a campaign, is it? No. It's a constant grind instance it's a concept yeah it's, it's, instance it's, it's, just, instance. it's just instances um, yeah dungeons and and that, and then people saw that that was successful or they think it was successful oh, I mean I played Destiny and it was awful <laughs> Danny was awful and, and, and I've and I, you know like games books films everything requires a certain amount of spending your belief mm-hmm. and I, I'm down for that I'm down for that completely however I just don't like bullet spongy games oh uh, okay and it's like if you shoot something in the head enough why should it take one clip? <laughs> Another example, Dead Island. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Was Dead Island co-op? No, it was just a spongy. Uh, I think Dying Light Two is co-op. Okay, um, which I haven't played, which I'd love to play actually. Um, but Dead Island. Oh my god! Was it co-op? I don't know. But again, it's a baseball bat. I don't care if it's level twenty-three <laughs> and the zombies like level fifty. Like it's a baseball bat. Why put levels on things yeah. that don't need levels? Yeah, I'm hitting a a zombie in the head with a baseball bat these numbers are arbitrary yeah. same thing with destiny like I'm shooting something in the head it's life is barely going down where is the skill apart from being bullet spongy and just being tedious 
And it's like, how much time am I willing to waste? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I completely... I I only ever played Destiny 2 and only a small part of it because I was like, this gameplay is kind of okay, but yeah, I kind of started to run into the issue of annoying enemies and it just not really being that fun off, like, very quickly. And I played Outlanders as well, Mm -hmm. and that's like a co-op shooter. Uh, But again, it's like, it's levelled. The abilities were cool. It looked cool. Story was like vaguely interesting i was really into it for a bit until i I got to a boss and again it's just like this is getting silly now i'm sinking clips and clips and clips into this thing and it's just like what is the point so i was about to ask did you ever have that feeling with borderlands yeah i did a bit Um, borderlands Borderlands one but but that's more that's more traditional story and campaign that's not an instance thing that's more like a campaign that you can just happen to play co-op. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, like, you know, people might argue, oh, like, Fallout mm-hmm. is, like, levelled, kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's more stats than yeah. levels. Because yeah. guns aren't levelled, it's more like whether, like, the stats are good or not. Yeah. So I, I, can, I can see, like, people arguing that's the same, but I just feel like it's not. <laughs> so Borderlands 1 and 2. I get what you're saying, but no. Borderlands 1 and 2, again, great co-op games. Wonderful. I can't believe I forgot about those, actually. Wonderful co-op games. Really enjoyed them. I completed both one and two, I think. But I didn't pick up three because, again, it just looked like more of the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the... I, I never got into them because they fell into that realm of... Um, I don't know. There was something about the gunplay I think I wasn't a fan of. Okay. I, th- I, th- I mean, I'm biased on this. I, I'm not really a big fan of, like, looter-shooter yeah. kind of things. And a lot of games do kind of start to fall into that category, especially recently. But, oh... Yeah, I think Destiny was like kind of the last example. Well, sorry, no. Destiny is kind of the example of where games ended up going. I think they kind of, I think a lot of shooters moved away from having a campaign that could be co-op, that could be played together. And well, things whatever. just die when you shoot them in the head. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean that's also why I didn't play, I haven't played any of the recent Assassin's Creed games because I know they do that as well, where they just have like, you've got, you got to an enemy and it's like, oh, this enemy's like, 40 levels higher than you so you can't really do anything to them it's like yeah but a blade to the throat is still a blade to the throat right yeah but apparently not anymore in the, in the world of Assassin's Creed because uh, some enemies you can't self kill yeah they, yeah it's, which is which is annoying in itself yeah it's, yeah it's like they didn't see me coming but they still stopped it um, <laughs> somehow you know what the, the, the one that I was sad about I can't remember if I mentioned this to you before was Anthem because I didn't care about Anthem when, when it yeah. first got announced I didn't care when it got launched I didn't care when it got completely written off like six months after launch and everyone was like this is a game that doesn't work and they're going to try and fix it and then after they try to fix it they, they just shut it down oh not shut it down but they were like we're not going to do anything more on this and then i got game pass snatch because you know it's a good deal and i really love it and we get paid by microsoft but i wish i yeah <laughs> but then you realize how much you love iron man well yeah yeah exactly so i downloaded it, i played it and i was like wow this is really fun wait that was on game pass yeah Anthem's on Game Pass. We should on, go and play on, it together. On, on Microsoft Game Pass? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was PlayStation exclusive. Anthem? No, Anthem was Xbox exclusive. Oh. Yeah, it's the other way around. Oh. So we could play. We could, we could be playing Anthem right now. Damn. On both of our S, Xbox Series S's. Um, but it's really fun. You get into your Iron Man, so you go to a random location on in some jungle and just shoot the hell out of a load of aliens. Do they die? They die. <gasps> But they do, but they do get a bit bullet, bullet spongy a little oh, bit after a while. After a while, um, and that's co-op. But again, that's kind of following the destiny route of being instances rather than being a set campaign where you're just moving in a linear direction. Yeah, and yeah, as a, as a grumpy old man, I have to say I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of 
that trend, but that's where the money... You know what? Everyone says that's where the money is. All I've ever seen is people complain about them. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen people be so really still happy. buying them. I've never seen people be really happy about a new games-as-a-service game come out. Like yeah. Anthem, when the Avengers game came out, when some other stupid freaking oh, game came out. Oh, my goodness, speaking of Carp and Avengers. Yeah. Oh, my Christ. That's I mean, the thing. I that, wanted that, that, that game probably would have been so good. You, you, you know, you, you mentioned how much I love Iron Man. I, mm. You know, I was probably I was waiting for that game for ages, and in a moment I saw the you know the style of game they were going for, mm. and the moment I heard it was games as a service, I was like, yeah, well, catch me later because I'm not going to buy that. Well, I did. Well, you did, and I was sorely disappointed. It's on Game Pass as well. <laughs> Mate, it's not worth it. Even if it's free, it's not worth it. Ah, oh, like oh, I wanted Marvel's Avengers to be so good. And it's just not. Some of the things that you can do is the characters are cool. Like, the flavours of the characters are brilliant. Mm. Like, you feel like the characters. But it's just not worth it. Not worth it. It's not worth it. Comes, well, it just gets repetitive. Or it's just so repetitive. I would argue that like, a lot of it's broken. Mm. Like, the, the locking on. The systems, all the enemies are just robots or like, dudes. <laughs> like, the enemies are so yeah, they repetitive. Can't, they, they can't have the heroes beating up loads of humans. That would be against brand. And it's just like, you're basically just fighting loads of ultra enemies, essentially. Mm. The story is, like, quite interesting. I did finish the campaign, and I just because I like the story, but, oh, it did feel like, it did feel pants the whole time. <laughs> it felt pants the whole time. I'm no just, matter who I was. I'm just annoyed because instead of, because they made that game instead of making the next Deus Ex game, which I would have preferred to play a lot more. Deus Ex was brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm which I would have. That now. Yeah. Um, another game that we played that was co-op. Yes. I think we played it. I, I'm pretty sure we played it together. No Man's Sky. We played it very shortly. Yeah. A very short time. We played it together. And there is absolutely nothing to do in it. <laughs> In my opinion, or I think I think that make a lot of people angry to say. Well, they can they can me. be angry. They they can be angry. In they're the you, they're entitled to all their opinions as you are. Well, because no, as in there's obviously plenty. I mean, I don't disagree with you. There's plenty to do, <laughs> but, but I, I just I'm just not a fan of the loop where it's just like yeah, I'm not a fan of the gameplay loop. I remember being so excited about No Man's Sky's concept mm. and like just originally before it came out like you know infinite go anywhere go anywhere got your own ship and it's like this is amazing we were both on like a Battlestar Galactica hype at the time (laughs) so it's like oh my god a ship yeah space battles in it nothing can go wrong with this game I think I think the learning curve now is so high because now that there's so many so many features have been released for it oh yeah they've even they they, uh, announced a new patch like this past week which I think is brilliant like You know, they had, uh, was it Hello Games? Yeah. They've like committed to it and like, they've done they, so much they've to done it. They've done Transformed well. it. But like, I just, pfft, it's a lot. Every every, every time I, a new update gets announced and released for for No Man's Sky, every time I go onto the Reddit thread for for it, there's only ever two types of comments or three types of comments. Like one is, is this game good now? Two is, I appreciate the work, but it's still not for me. And the third is, I don't care what they do. I'll never forgive them for releasing the game in the state it was. Really? It's just those three comments on repeat wow. for about 2,000 pages. And I I enjoyed it. when we, we played it quite a few times, actually. I think it's the kind of game... I think No Man's Sky does lend itself to, like, more fun, like, uh, as a car thing. Open. Because you can... There's a lot more do dicking about that can, yeah. that can be done. But again, as you said, I don't like the gameplay loop. And I think there's so many things that are mysterious about it, mm. but I just don't think the payoff is there. Well, we'll never know because we'll never finish it. Yeah, and I, and I it's, it's like almost like Lost, where it's just like <laughs> you know, <laughs> I set up care, all these but... mysteries, but the ending was like not yeah. complete landing there. I would care, but I'm not here anymore. 
Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I, I often have to remind myself that No Man's Sky is a, is a technically a campaign because it is a game that can't not finished, but it has an end point on it. Well, it's like when we played, it always just felt very lonely. Yeah, well, they're not, it's, it's a very dead universe. Yeah. Just by design. And there's a lot of things you can't afford. Mm. A lot of things you have to build. It's a, it's a real grind. It's, it's, well, it's, it's a constant, real grind. It's a constant thing of just mine this thing for your ship. Your ship now has enough to go to another planet. Now that you're on this planet, you now no longer have enough things. You have to mine more stuff. And it's just that on repeat. I think it's really good if you like chicken boxes. Not chicken boxes, checking boxes. Checking bo- uh, check boxes. Yeah. Okay, right. It's like, I'm going to get make sure I have all of the flora and fauna on this mm. planet. Tick all that box. Yeah, if you're that, if you're that kind of... I, I imagine that's why it's got... Because I'm pretty sure the audience for it is still quite massive. So yeah. I'm sure there's enough people who play like that where they're like, yeah, this is fine. And I want to find these things. I want to explore yeah, these worlds. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember Spore? I remember Spore. How could I forget Spore? How disappointing it was. It's such a disappointment. I've never oh, been man. sadder in my life. Yeah. That was going to be really good. Yeah, I never trusted Will right after that. And I just feel like the animals in and the creatures in No Man's Sky are like a kind of like weird derivative of Spore. Well, it's, it's the generated. same. It's the same concept. It's all um, dynamically generated. Oh well, man, Spore was sad. Spore was sad. Have you ever seen the original presentation of Spore? It's incredible. I think I did at the time, not for a long time. I think years. I watched it on whatever the previous video website before YouTube was. That's how old it was. Vimeo. No, I think Vimeo came after YouTube. I don't Vimeo. know. Maybe it was on. I was about to say, yeah, it was on someone's Facebook. We didn't have Facebook back then either. It it was there, okay? It was there. Believe me, it existed. But anyway, Spore wasn't co-op. Oh, Spore wasn't co-op, so not to, not to derail again. Um, so we've covered No Man's Sky, we, other we, games we've been disappointed we've by. We've essentially covered all the things that are sad about co-op, all the things that haven't worked and where co-op is. I will say, I'll add uh, the positive caveat here. Last year, yeah. a game came out called It Takes Two by a studio whose name I now forget, even though I know someone who works there. Nice. Insider knowledge. I've got insider knowledge with all my con- contacts. Uh, so they released It Takes Two last year. Before that, re- they released a game called A Way Out. Um, and A Way Out was... A- and both of them have the same concept. It is a 100% co-op experience. It's not this la-di-da, wishy-washy... You can have co-op, but you can also have single-player kind of yeah. thing. It is 100%. You need a friend or you're not playing. Yeah. Thing. And whereas A Way Out was a gritty story about two ex-cons on the run having to find out the truth about their history or whatever, uh, It Takes Two is about the much lighter topic of uh, parents getting divorced. Nice. Very, very lighthearted. But the parents get their souls trapped in toys and then they have to like go on an adventure together to become not toys. And um, it won lots of awards last year. It did very, very well. Nice. I, neither of us have played it, so we can't talk about it that much. Oddly... You talking about that, maybe it was a Grissy X Con thing, I've just remembered <laughs> Army of Two. Army of Two was wicked. Army of Two was awesome. It is, this is 100% not nostalgia talking, but it was... Army of Two was sick, what are you talking <laughs> about? And then there was like, oh, I never played Payday, but I had a lot of great things about Payday. <laughs> but like, and but Army, Army of Two, of two right. was sick. Was Kane and Lynch co-op? Yes. Yeah. I never played it, but yes it was. I, I played Kane and Lynch 1 and 2, and I was a massive waste of my time. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, mm, they were very flawed games. Yeah. I mean, Army of Two was as well. Army of Two was flawed, but, it, but that was also kind of the one, I think a lot of people said that was kind of like the original 
one of the original co-op games because it's yeah. one of the first ones where it's like you need your buddy to be able to do this thing or you, you need yeah. to have a second player to do this thing but it was it was like good AI it was decent AI I can't remember uh, I, I mean I, AI wasn't incredible but it was that like, possible I can't remember if I played with an AI or with my brother but uh, Army of Two was sick Army of Two was pretty cool going back to the warning game you were just talking about <laughs> um, No Way Out it, um, it Takes Two and it takes No Way two. Out Both and it. No Way Out and you, you outside of recording, you, you were telling me like, have you played these games? And, and in fairness, I haven't. So, but it they're designed to be co-op, and I want you to talk about co-op. And like, okay, yeah, I should have played these games, Daniel. Right? All right but, but, but to con- for me to concede, you're you have been talking specifically about wanting a nice shooter co-op campaign, yeah. uh, which these games are not. They're I mean. like specifically designed to be played. These, these are more almost like pu- like puzzle co-op games yeah. or like you know interactive narrative puzzle games. Which I which is again, I haven't tried them, but I, and I think we can I, try I, them. I, I'm, I'm I'm I have a lot of time for it. Yeah, we should try them. Yeah, should, shall we be a, a divorced couple and play? Or should we game? do the XCOMs first? See what's on Game Pass, guys. <laughs> They're both on Game Pass, I think. <laughs> because you know Game Pass is that amazing. Yeah, it's Game so, Pass so is awesome. It's so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm willing to try them, but I, I feel like my point about there being no good like, right. campaign co-ops. You're right. I, I think I think campaign co-op. My hypothesis, based on zero evidence, is I imagine there was very little financial incentive mm. because you can't charge extra for a co-op campaign. Yeah. Um, so with there being not a lot of financial incentive and I imagine a lot more financial incentive to do things like a free-to-play shooter that has cosmetics or doing season pass shooters or just multiplayer shooters. I imagine a lot of the effort went into those game modes instead. Yeah. And that's why we have no shooters today. Because like PvP, matchmaking... Call of Duty, online shooting, you know, there's a lot of potential cash in that. Because oh, it's pe- massive. Because people will buy... Have you ever seen Activision's balance statements? It's no. absolutely horrific. That's not. It's horrible. It's horrible where state senators are like, we need to take down this gaming company because they earn too much money and pay zero tax and stuff like that. Kind Jesus. Of Call of Duty can release no game for two years and still be like top of the charts. It's insanity. Wow. Speaking of good co-op experiences though... In terms of like maybe like campaigns, um, have you ever played Overcooked? Ooh, I've played it once. Overcooked is a very good co-op. Game. Oh, Overcooked is wonderful. It's a really really fun game. Love Overcooked. It's fantastic. Overcooked one or two? What both? Um, haven't played Overcooked two yet. Mm-hmm. My my girlfriend's got it ready on a Switch. She's ready to go. We smashed Overcooked one in like one day. It was amazing. Had a great time. Speaking of your girlfriend, you two have been playing. Divinity. Yes. So another great co-op campaign. Which isn't a shooter. No. It's a com- it's got combat. It's it? a really deep RPG. Yeah. Like high RPG. Um high fantasy RPG. Divinity Pillars of Pillars of Sin 2. Something like that. Amazing. Like it is such a good game. It's turn based combat. It's her game, like in how in Nobody Saves the World, it's my game. Right. Um, it's her game. So you have to stick to, 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 stick the story. to her story, yeah. <laughs> so, but then when I join, my inventory is always the same because there's like four characters in her party. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I control two and she controls two. Oh, and, like, yeah. it knows when I come in that I'm in charge of these two and, like, my inventory is there. Um, we only ever play it together. She doesn't like play it on her own and like, I jump in later. Like, we play it together. But um, it's really interesting because like, one of us will have like the big screen, like the Switch is attached to, another one will be playing like the Houndheld, right. where, like connected over the internet. Yeah, the combat's like super interesting, like very like elemental, like 
if you cast a fire spell, there'll be fire on the ground. So like you can burn enemies from underneath them, which will force them to move. Mm. It almost comes like a chess match. Some fights are a lot harder than others. Like you have to save before every fight. <laughs> There's so much dialogue, absolute insane amount of dialogue and character voices. And you know, it's why a Pokemon Arceus is so annoying because <laughs> I don't have, own it, but like I've got a lot of gripes with that, even though I don't, I've never played it. You've got so much money. And you can't even get some acting in there. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> if you if you if you've got someone, if you like high RPG, a uh, high fantasy RPG, and you like co-op, you can jump in anyone's game at any yeah. time. It is a fantastic game. I, I remember hearing a lot of good about it. Divinity Two Original Sin. Yes, yeah. is, is I think the full name. I remember hearing loads about it. I did, and I heard all this really really good stuff about it. And I didn't even know that there was a co-op mode. You're right, it's DOS 2, yeah. It's DOS 2. It's original. Oh, oh sorry. Not that... Pillars of Eternity. So, way, that's so, a good game, I think. Sorry, I, I, like, I like how you said it, like, like you're, you're some seasoned veteran. Oh, uh, DOS 2, actually. <laughs> oh, when, when, when I started Googling DOS 2, because, like, obviously you get stuck. Mm. And, like, you all the cheat. Time. All the time. All the time. When I started searching DOS 2, I know I made it. You knew? <laughs> I knew I made it, then. You're like, I'm so pro. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so seasoned. Oh, my God, yes, it's wonderful. You can, like, it's one of those games where you could kill... Every single NPC mm. in a town, oh, if you chose to, the best kind of game. Ah, oh, like you know, there's, there's so much freedom, but then it's, it's annoying because if you get like, if you're just wandering and someone's like, "Hey, you," and you like fail like a chat persuasion, yeah, you're like in a fight that you weren't ready for. <laughs> so it's like you live life on the edge in DOS too, but it is ah, oh, it's, it's great. It's like really addictive. And as a, and I guess you can't really talk too much about it about the single player, the single player version versus the co-op version. Since you, I mean, I tried a little bit and. In ways, I think you get more of the story and and things playing on your own because mm-hmm. you're in full control then yeah. rather than splitting control. Because um, if someone has a goes and has a chat, they're having that chat. You're not having that chat. You so, can you can want you can just go to the other side of the map. So it's the exact opposite of nobody saves the world, where you have no yeah, it's the exact opposite visibility on the other person stuff. You could just you could go wherever you wanted while your co-op partner was doing what they wanted. <laughs> That's pretty you cool, could actually. end up in a fight like two islands away or two world zones away <laughs> on your own whereas like and, you're, and, you're, and you're, your partner's just haggling and talking to shop. every person every NPC in town oh my god hi yeah I mean there's a lot of inventory management <laughs> and sometimes like we play for like two hours and 45 minutes of the two hours has been like right what am I selling today I've picked up a lot of bits Bloody recently that, that, that reminds me of like Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> it does. It does feel the like during the lockdown. <laughs> it does feel like Dungeons and Dragons yeah. because it has a lot of familiar familiar elements. To Dungeons mm. and Dragons in terms of your and like a lot of these words would be like familiar to you, like um, initiative, mm-hmm. constitution, all of those things. Like it, it has a very Dungeons and Dragons vibe. Yeah, but I love it. It's fantastic. Nice. It sounds good. And you can either play as these like seasoned characters, and you're picking up their story in the game partway through their lives and mm. so you're finding out bits about them as you go or you can like do like a random like a custom character who has like no backstory Ooh, but like, we're playing as these two people who have like their own agendas so in my like quest journal i've got my like my character has his own quests and like agenda that he wants to do mm-hmm. whereas her character has their stuff that they want to do sometimes they line up and sometimes they don't yeah, like I need to go X here to talk to this person. Was like actually I need to kill that person, and so like you have Welcome to navigate works. like how it works. A lot of saving before you do anything. <laughs> Save scumming, so you don't want to like don't, don't like mess it up. But like it is ridiculously fun. It's a really good game. Overcooked is great. Highly recommend. 
And I think, yeah, I do, I do lament though. Again, jumping into Halo the other day was just such a wonderful experience. Yeah, we, we I think we mentioned it was uh, the the nostalgia that hit me from the moment of being like in the lobby waiting for a game to load up or waiting for yeah. a level to load. And we hadn't even played Halo One Cop together before. And it's the it was, classic boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, the gameplay is solid. The gameplay is solid. Like, the guns feel great. Even in Halo 1, the guns feel it's great. It's a bit floaty, but it, it's nice. Yeah. It, it feels good. And it's fine and it's challenging and all that good stuff. So I think we've learnt. There are still good co-op experiences. Yeah. But what we're missing is co-op shooters. Co-op campaign shooters. Yeah. And, uh, and we maybe, lament it. Maybe we need to stop looking for it. Maybe we need to move on with our lives. Maybe we need to, to play these new faddled co-op made express games yeah expressly yeah, made co-op yeah. games or not we could just not we could just keep playing Halo Master Chief Collection until the end of time because you know Game Pass is so great so oh, I'm, I'm down I'm so down for I'm it. in <laughs> um, what are you playing right now what am I playing right now so I just finished playing a little game called 12 Minutes have you heard of it I've never heard of it you've this. never heard of 12 Minutes 12 Minutes is an interactive thriller game made uh it's published by Annapurna Interactive and it stars James McAvoy. Oh wow. Daisy Ridley. Wow. And Willem Dafoe. That is a star-studded 12-minute cast. Tell, tell me about it. So and the whole uh and the gameplay of 12 minutes is it takes place in your apartment your husband played by James McAvoy he goes home to his wife played by Daisy Ridley and uh it's play from a top-down perspective in their apartment and basically during one evening of just you and your wife just having dinner Willem Dafoe a green goblin appears Willem Dafoe <laughs> playing this weird uh, crazy cop or detective or whatever breaks into your home and accuses you both of like really horrific things and uh, and this is in the span of 12 minutes and he's there accusing you of stuff asking you questions interrogating you and and then you get killed or shot or whatever and then time loops back to the start of the evening to 12 minutes ago and no one remembers anything except you your character the husband and it is your goal to figure out the various actions you can do to stop that from happening wow okay and uh so 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 your character remembers stuff so you so you're able to go up to daisy ridley and say hey do you remember that guy just came in and tried to kill us and she'll be like what are you talking about no guys come and then 12 minutes later he comes and he kills you both again or whatever and then you can start asking her stuff you can start going around the apartment trying to find bits and pieces of information or objects to use to try and maybe stop him from coming to you so uh, she'll tell you so you'll ask her a question like hey what's that thing you mentioned about a couple of years ago and she'll tell you this very specific detail and on the next loop you can be like Hey, Daisy Ridley, time's repeating. I'm going to tell you this very specific detail you told me about this thing that happened years ago. And she'll believe you and then things will play out a bit differently, but then you'll still fail. And you have to keep doing this loop over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it is very interesting and mm. very engaging for like the first half. Okay. Because after the first half, it gets really, really dumb. Okay. Because... I'm not going to go into any spoilers because it's on Game Pass, so you can play it for yourself and you know ch- check it out and uh, you know see how it is. Uh, I know, always. It just gets repetitive, okay? Because you're having because because even though it does some really cool things with how it gets you to switch up your gameplay, even in the same 12 minute span, uh, eventually you are having to grind out the same couple of actions every time to make very small bits of progress. Yeah. So in terms of gameplay, it's very cool for the first half, and then it gets very grindy, and then it ends. Um, in terms of story which is a very big part of this interactive thriller. 
it's very interesting up until a certain thing happens about two thirds in and you're like cool i think this is it i think we've solved the problem and i think and i think the game's now coming to an end and then the loop happens again and you're like ah for crying out loud like what what do i do now what do i have to find out and from from that point until the end it is just disappointment because it's like one you're not really given much of a direction to go in right in terms of how to of what you're even meant to be looking at next one minor spoiler after this point of the game i spent about an hour just killing myself seven million different times in a, a bunch of different ways i killed myself i killed the intruder i killed daisy ridley uh, in all m- manner of fashions because you can because there's all these different options because i was like what am i meant to do there's yeah. no direction on what i'm meant to do um and i had to look up a guide and i found and then i continued and i got to the end i was like what? and then there's this twist that happens and you're like wow that's stupid that's a really really dumb oscar Beatty kind of uh twist and i really hated that and then the game ends and it's really unsatisfying and i was just sat there being like why did that take seven years to develop that, that was not worth it seven years it was seven years the first trailer came out in like 2015 or 2016 wow it is not worth it i know why it took long because there's so many different variables about what can happen like you can do all this random stuff and and your guy remembers different things on different playthroughs and so they have to account for every single thing so i know Imagine that a took lot of a, connections. A, yeah, basically a lot. I, I, I remember the um, the developer said they had a lot of spreadsheets and flowcharts about where every conversation goes, mm. and it just looks like spaghetti junction. It's a mess. Um, so it took a long time to make. Not worth it. Oh wow! And so again, I I kind of want to recommend it to you because I know you like James McAvoy. I know you like a bit of Willem Dafoe. You know, you, you like, I'm sure you like a bit of interactive, you know, narrative uh, mystery. and a bit of mystery, and 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 there is some fun to be had, but it but. But it doesn't have the best last impression. Interesting. Which is a bit brutal. So, yeah, that's what I played. What have you been playing? If you were going to give that oh. a ranking out of 10. Out of 10? Oh, it's like a 6. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah. A solid 6 out of 10? A, a solid 6 out of 10. Just because it goes into the realm of no longer being fun. If it had ended at two-thirds in, and they were like, that's the end of the mystery, and then mm. everyone lived happily ever after, I was like, yeah, it's a 7, I guess, it's fine. But because it does this extra third of nonsense, yeah, I'm like, that fully brings it down. I would say it's welcome. Yeah, completely. Interesting. Yeah. So, as you know, because I, I text you about it, um, in frustration, <laughs> um, I've been playing Sekiro, oh, Shadows yeah. Die Twice. And Wait, before I, you go I, on. I have died more than twice. Before you go on, when did you first start playing this? Right, so... I am big from software fan. I've played all of Dark Souls and Bloodborne. I haven't played Demon Souls. I didn't have a PS3, but when I get a PS5, I'll play that too. I bought Sekiro a long time ago, <laughs> but I, I, I hit a wall with it like quite early on, and then I just got distracted by other games mm-hmm. and like work and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm going to come back to it. When I have more time to devote to it. Then Elden Ring came out, oh, of course, and I was like, Oh my God, I've got to play this game. <laughs> I love From Software, I love Dark Souls, I've got to get through Sekiro, so like I, I'm ploughing my time into Sekiro. I love it, mm-hmm. I freaking love Sekiro, it is fantastic. Oh my god, it is an absolute <laughs> arse sometimes. <laughs> Christ in heaven. Like, I send videos to my partner of me killing bosses because... I'm just so proud of myself. Look at what I did. Look what I've achieved. And in Dark Souls, all of them, and Bloodborne a little bit, you could get away. I wouldn't even say it was a cheese, but like you can like roll. It, it, it took precision. Like you, you can roll like it's timing. Like roll under like mm-hmm. the belly, roll around, get to the side, chip away, 
you can you can exploit the boss's size and things like that. Yeah. In Sekiro, you just can't. No. And so it is all skill items, just you. So they've like, somehow taken out the that uh, ex- the cheesy element. Cheesy yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's far less exploits. Wow. If I find an exploit exploit i will rinse it you're gonna take a video of it and send it to people i won't won't video the exploits (laughs) i think the ones are i kill with skill um my oh my goodness like it is and you are so proud of yourself i'd love to do a from software episode um called side quest as well like because they are wonderful games you need to play more um (laughs) i know i've only ever played part of bloodborne and that's it sekiro is fantastic like i haven't finished it yet i'm getting there i'm like I'm getting towards, I think, the last third now. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. Christ in heaven. Um, but I've told myself I cannot play Elden Ring mm-hmm. until I've finished Sekiro. Okay, just because you told me I need to play more, I might get Elden Ring just for the sake of it. No! Play it before you. Um, I hope it's hard. I hope you suck. <laughs> um, yeah, as, yeah, Sekiro has beat, beat my ass so many times. And it's so frustrating. And, yeah, you, and you learn. But it's, it's all about learning patterns and learning, like, bosses move patterns mm-hmm. of when to deflect and when to block and when you get it right oh my god does it feel good you feel like a god oh i was on this i was on this one guy so spoiler alert at the beginning of security you get your arm chopped off okay so you get like the prosthetic tool oh the thing so you can shoot the um grapple hook. the grapple hook that's it and like shurikens or it turns into an axe or All it turns cool into stuff. firecrackers it turns into loads of cool stuff if you fight him again he has three health bars <laughs> first two I got into it. I could. I got to a point where I could get through the first two health bars, no issue. Mm-hmm. The third health bar, he takes off all his armor, and then he has lightning powers, Danny. Oh! And if you're on the ground and he hits you with lightning, you're dead. You get stunned. Takes off so much health, you can't move, and he slashes you, and you're dead. You have one resurrection. Come back. He just hits you with lightning again. I was on him for quite a few days, but like I tried a lot in those few days, yeah. and. Again, when I finished it, I sent a video to my girlfriend. And I was like, look at me, look how proud you are of me. I did it. Um, send a video of how proud you are. Look how, how look, I did it. And I was like, there's a great bit. At the end, where I was like, you bitch. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Jesse from Breaking Bad. I was just like, ah. Oh. Throw, throw your controller yeah, at the TV. You, ah! you could see, feel how like, good I, you could feel how happy I was. Um, but I, I showed you the video when I was like fighting that bull. Well, the bull or the boar? Was there, was like a, there was a bull with like yeah. burning fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, blazing bull, yeah. it's called. And yeah, but, like, but but you didn't win. You were just telling me how bad it was. You just I was just telling you, like, Danny, how much of a joke this yeah, is. Yeah, look at this nonsense. Like, what? Uh, like, <laughs> I literally ran. I just held down sprint the whole time, got a few hits in and ran away and just stayed away from it as much as possible. Okay. It was like a war of attrition. And like, I got through it and I cheesed it. Took me about, I would say, plus 20 times to get past that lightning guy. <sighs> God. Plus 20 easily. Well, the fact that you said days when you said yeah, yeah, yeah. trying it out. But then, like, and, and other times, I, I think that was a real skill check because, like, I really had to get deflecting and stuff down and, like, I need to breathe and be calm and not panic and not take chances mm-hmm. and just, like, take my hits when I can get them. And then from there, I have actually found moments of the game easier because... That fight taught me quite a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if you've if you've been struggling on something for that long, you're, you're going to be your senses. Your senses are going to be heightened. You're yeah, be like regular enemies are going to be 
cannon fodder to you now. Well, it's like I wandered into an area and I was like, there's a gigantic ape over there. Yeah. Like a kind of like Dark Soul size I, th- I think I've seen the footage of the, of the ape. The Guardian ape fight. And then I was just like, I just saw the ape and I was like, oh my, <laughs> oh my God, it's so big. Oh. Is this the, the, does it have all white fur or something? Yeah, white yeah, fur. Yeah, I think I've seen this. You fight him twice. Yeah. Two separate occasions. Again, spoiler alert. So I was, first time, you fight him as an ape and he's fine. And you're like, ha ha, I killed him. Amazing. <laughs> Take that ape. Take that ape. And I was like, I did it. Mm-hmm. I just did it. Smashed it. I can't Easy. believe I just did that. And then you kill it, cut off his head. It comes back. Then it picks up its head yeah. and it's a headless ape <laughs> with a bloody sword. And it's just like, are you bloody joking? And then that took me a couple of goes, cause then you, and then you die, and you've got to like go through the whole he- chopping of his head thing, and then mm. like the ghost, like the dead version of it. That wasn't too bad. And then, and then I got to, there's another point, point where you go and you fight him again. Oh, awesome. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, look, the move set's the same, so that's fine. I could deal with that. Deflect, deflect. I know when to hit him. It's fine. Okay. There's like a mo- there's like a really good, like there's a moment where like a deflection like knocks it down, and so you can get a real good few hits in. And then because of, like, having to work so hard on that previous boss fight, um, like, say, halfway through the game, I beat it in two rounds. Even in the second... Oh, you get rid of... It has two health bars. You get rid of the first one. And then in the second fight with him, he has two health bars. Get rid of the first one. Oh, and then a fast ape comes in. A second boss comes in to join the first one. So then... Of course. You have to get rid of this fast... Otherwise, you're just going to get destroyed. Yeah. I still did it in, like, two attempts. And I was like... Nice. I cannot believe that I've just managed to do that. He took everything I had. Was your health bar like a sliver? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. There was a point where I was like, the first what the, the fast ape was like nearly dead. And I was like, Ooh! and I like took too many chances and I died. But obviously yeah. you got the resurrect like once. And I was like, don't be silly. Just calm down. Just calm down. Just take your time. Got it. Managed to finish that one off. But I was just like, I can't believe I did it in two goes. Mm. And so it's like, it is like a bit weird, like hit and miss sometimes. So sometimes you run up to a real wall. And other times you're just like you plow through. You're just like wow. Like, I don't know where that skill came from, but I feel so proud of myself. I think I've heard similar things about Elden Ring. Well, I might have heard the opposite about Elden Ring, where it's like, yeah, it's fine for the most part, and then like final path or third or quarter or whatever, it's just a nightmare in terms it's of difficulty. Silly. Yeah. yeah, and I and I and I just think like I'd never found Dark Souls cheap. Mm. I don't think I don't think Sekiro is cheap either. Um, I've never found them particularly cheap. So it'll be interesting it's to see what Elden Ring's like. I do... Here's the thing. I did because, like I said, the only uh, uh, From Software game that I played was Bloodborne. Yeah. And it took me, like, the fourth try to really get into it. And I did get into it and I started really liking it. But then I stopped playing. And I, and I, and, and I think with those games, at least for me, mm. when it comes to those kinds of games, if I stop playing, I can't just pick it back up again, no, like, it's really like months later. Because yeah. I have no idea what's going on. I don't yeah, know I had to start Skiro from the beginning. When I exactly. Like and, and I didn't want to do that. So I didn't. I, I never restarted Bloodborne. And so there's part of me that's, that's kind of like, I do want to play Bloodborne again, but I also think I have to rebuy it because I don't have it anymore. And then the other part of me is like, just get the, like Dark Souls or Dark Souls 2 or something. And then the other part of me is like, well, if you're going to get anything, you might as well get the latest, greatest thing, get Elden Ring. But I'm very scared of getting it and then crying. I'm kind of waiting for PS5 for Elden Ring. You're going to have to keep waiting, man. Yeah. I think, like, I'll probably get one this Christmas. But again, back to Sekiro, just like, I think the other thing that helped me was I couldn't play it like a Souls game. And the first time I played it, when I hit the wall the first time, when I first got it, um, I was trying to play it like Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Where you were like, you tried to get around people and you like... Constant rolling. Yeah, constant rolling. And 
because in Sekiro you have no stamina. Like you can, we have posture, but you don't. It doesn't affect your running or okay. your, your dodging. But like, they just still get you. You can't. You can't dodge everything. Like, yeah. You have to reflect and parry. Um, and so I, I had to like, tell myself like, I can't play this like Dark Souls. It's its own game. Yeah. I need to learn how to you play have to this game. Switch up your play style. And I think definitely with all of those from software games, it's a mindset. Mm. I can. I can see that. Speaking as someone who's never played any of them apart from Bloodborne, I can see that being a thing. But. I love it. It's a great game. I'm enjoying it, and I can't wait to can't wait to finish fucking finish it to be done with it. To be you, done with it. You think you're close? Yeah, I think I'm two thirds through. Yeah, I hope. Okay, you I'm hope. Fight, I'm fighting. I'm fighting my dad. <laughs> so I'm like, first is big. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So those are the things we're playing. They are. Th- 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 those were indeed the things we're playing, and you know what you're playing next. You're, you're definitely going on to Elden Ring next. Um, not not necessarily because again, I think I'm gonna get. I need to get a PS5. First. Oh yeah, you need to get a PS5. Oh, you don't. I have think to. I'm at that stage Let's where Series S. It's fine. Oh, I just don't. Oh come on! I've played all my From Software games on PlayStation. Oh, I thought you were a proper shill. I thought you were gonna get from no, Series S. I think I think I think I'm PlayStation. I'm still a PlayStation man, but I think. Yeah, my, all my From Software games, Game Pass doesn't it, it doesn't feel like real. <laughs> Whereas, like, I want a physical copy of Elden Ring. Oh, okay. You and I'm going to get that on my PS5. Oh, that's very last century of you yeah. wanting a, a, a physical disc. And I think any game that I want to buy now and play, Spider Man Miles Morales, Horizon Three and West, I'm saying a lot of Sony exclusives. Yeah, anyway. you are. Uh, but if I'm going to get get like a brand new game that's just come out, I don't want the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I that. want like the next gen version yeah. and like a real next gen version, not just like a downloaded thing on mm. Game Pass. No, that's fair. Well, I think that's our episode done. Oh, that's our episode on Cobb. Sorry about that. That I was, I'm really passionate about Sekiro. I can I can tell. It's good. Oh my god, I'm going to win. Good. I'm going to kill it so bad, Danny. I'm, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to kill all the things and send videos to my loved ones. Um, but yeah, no, it sounds fascinating. If any of this ever comes to Game Pass, I'm there. Great. I'll definitely try it out. Until then, nope. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. If you've got opinions on Sekiro Shadows Die Twice... Co-op. co-op. Tell us your favourite co-op game. Or 12 Minutes. I have so many opinions on 12 Minutes, but I'm only one man. I think that's our episode for this week, so thank you very much for listening. I've been Danny. I've been George. Send us an email at com if you want to discuss any more of this in further detail. Indeed, or just message us directly on Instagram at 30 for knowledge, and we will promptly ignore that message unless it's actually interesting. Goodbye. See you in the next one. Bye.